emergency medical services, and Tim actually have more in common than even I thought. Let's talk about it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tim and Tim Talk Event Productions. My name is Tim Kay, executive producer of Argus HD. We're an event, AV, and broadcast company. And with me, Tim Kerbavis, a technical director of Talon Audiovisual. Tim, hello. How are you, sir? Hey, Tim. It's great to be back with you here for another episode. Love it. I love that you said it's good to be back because let's just jump right into this one. You were away. Where did you go, Tim? Why did you go there? What did you learn? We're, we promised the viewers, welcome viewer, by the way, we appreciate you guys for tuning in Absolutely. and watching. We promised them that, you know, we're going to take them with us to where we go to these events and share what we know. So Tim, don't hold back, share with us. What do you got? So I was in Savannah, Georgia, and this was the first time that I have ever been to Savannah, which was a lovely town, really gorgeous, uh, a little rainy. Savannah is beautiful, hurt. by the way. There was beautiful a hurricane on the folks. way, so it was a little, okay. little cold and wet. You time them perfectly. That's my timing in life. But I was in Savannah for the PepLink User Summit. Now, in the past episodes, we've talked about PepLink and this technology that I've invested heavily in. It's a bonded cellular uh, SD-WAN solution that allows you to combine multiple cell connection cell modems uh, and multiple wired ISPs into one you know, robust, uh, you know, connection that balances across all, all of the different, different connections. And now, but Tim, I'm going to interrupt you because this is actually, uh, it's a really fantastic product. I was looking at also getting this while you were, you know, while you're picking it up and really going deeper in the ecosystem. Where are these mainly deployed? Because this is not as common in AV. Maybe it's starting to become a little more, you know, we're seeing it more often on shows. So this is used in a lot of different places that are completely different industries from AV. It's used a lot in um, life safety and police cars and ambulances to connect, you know, the computers in those cars back to, you know, the, the home office. It's used a lot in like medical portable medical offices or so like buses or vans that are doing x-rays or sample collection or blood testing where they've got to upload a lot of data back to the hospital in real time. Um, it's used you know, in places where internet service is unreliable, where you maybe have, you know, an okay connection on Verizon and an okay connection at AT&T. And, you know, maybe you have an okay Starlink connection. You're able to combine this together to make, you know, a pretty good connection for your, your office internet or branch offices, you know, things like, you know, uh, an office that, that needs a reliability backup for credit card processing or something like that. Totally. And, you know, I think it's like we sometimes get into that uh, into the headspace that what we think is probably like the only industry that needs it. So it's really interesting to see how many use cases there are for the technology that that we think, oh, we have to be the number one client for that. Yeah. And really, at this event, there was only one other person who worked in the <laughs> video broadcast space. Right. And, and it was it was really interesting to hear all these different use cases from healthcare, from, you know, uh, um, you know, boating. There were literally a bunch of marine users who are using this technology on like super yachts and like AI controlled sailboats and things like that. And really interesting, different use cases. But it was great 
because this was actually a, a pretty intimate event. It was the inaugural conference of this of this series. And it really gave me and this other colleague who is also in the video side a chance to ask some like really direct questions to literally the manufacturer, the CEO of this company, zoomed in uh, you know, from the head office to really explain how he was seeing the future of the products that he made. And there was a bunch of some of the the biggest and and strongest users of this product all really talking about the ways that this this product can work and 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 some of the new technologies and and they were talking a lot about a new version of the firmware which i am still waiting for they promised it would be released last year it still has not been released we'll send really... them this video maybe <laughs> exactly. let's put a little pressure on them but i'm really excited for some of the features in this new firmware and there are some features in the firmware that are really actually targeted exactly to our use case in broadcast so let's talk about what are you, ex maybe not, you could talk about the feature, but how is it going to help a production? How is it going to help a client? What is sort of the end goal of these feature releases specifically for how we use it? Yeah. And, you know, I, we've talked about in other episodes how I've used this technology to live stream from places where there were internet issues or, you know, unpredictable connection. And, and that's really what this is all going to make it easier to do is in places where I'm walking in blind into a space that I haven't had a chance to do a site survey. And I just need to be able to throw this box down, turn on a modem on each of the major carriers, and maybe I can plug into a connection, maybe I can plug in a Starlink. But really, you know, I'm, I'm coming in and have to be up and running really quickly. There's some new algorithms in the bonding ecosystem that are going to allow it to better balance across different, different systems and really maximize the reliability specifically for live streaming. And for the viewers that are just tuning in that haven't watched, the show that Tim is referring to is the uh, our 2022 recap, where we didn't go through everything. We just essentially went through some of our favorite episodes, not necessarily the most technologically advanced one. And in that, Tim, you talked about the use case in detail, which was fantastic. A lot of great feedback from that. And in addition to that use case so for the streaming and the you know uh, uplink in challenging locations, one of the other use cases of this technology is providing internet in in maybe traditional venues like hotels and convention centers where you know we need connection whether that's to stream or whether it's just for for office use but the venue is going to charge an arm and a leg to get connected to the oh internet. when you see the bill that some of these venues uh charge you you really wonder how they come up with that number in today's era like they invented internet, they're making internet in the kitchen and they're serving it up to you on a fresh platter. It is unrealistic sometimes. And, you know, like we run into this, Tim, right? Where, you know, these solutions are great. And it's really finding that use case where, you know, you can provide that service for your live stream. But then it's like when the client says, oh, can you also provide it for all of our attendees? That's where you got to pump the brakes a little bit. And say, totally. And with with the understanding that, you know, this is still ultimately reliant on cell technology. And so, you know, it, it's certainly not guaranteed, but you have a lot more robustness and reliability than just like a single hotspot on your phone or like a, you know, a, a jetpack or something like that. Um, you know, and, and, and one thing I will say, pardon and interrupt you for the listener, for the viewer here, is if you have this technology, and even if you do the walkthrough with your technology into the space, just note when that room gets filled with folks, everybody's looking at cat videos on their phone, looking at watching YouTube um, on you know their laptops. It's a completely different network environment. So make sure you prepare for that caveat that you really, it's good to know that the signal reaches your device, but what is the real world implications when you have a thousand people in the room? 
Totally. And I would say, you know, it really makes sense to order that hard line, particularly if you have a really critical live stream of your general session. Um, as much as I want to, you know, move these devices in my inventory, I think it's really important to recognize that, as you said, there's limitations. You're still, you know, ultimately reliant on the cell network, which indeed can get congested in really popular events. But one of the things that I think this offers, it's a really interesting uh, opportunity, even in events where you are going to order a hard line, is to provide that backup connection, right? Where maybe the venue has really great internet, they have fiber to the building, but they only have one ISP. And often when we're live streaming, we want to have separate redundant stream paths out of the building in case, you know, the, constru the construction down the street cuts the fiber line and now you suddenly lost your connection. And so really, one of the things this allows us to do is have really seamless instant failover across either one or more local hardline connections plus the cellular plus other connections that you bring in. And so I think that's really the beauty of this. It, it, it's certainly never going to replace fiber. I think I'd always rather have a fiber connection if possible, but this really gives Agreed. you more options and reliability. And certainly, you know, in many ways offers an alternative to like bringing in a satellite truck, which is going to be really cost prohibitive. This is really what this technology is replacing at the end of the day is it's a satellite truck replacement. Instead of having a satellite truck, you have a backpack. It's not your primary replacement. It's essentially another tool in your producer's tool bag. Um, and you just said it perfectly there, Tim. So what, so you had, you've, you've learned um, you, the new features that you were excited about, the new algorithm, you did networking, you met some new folks out there, you know, would you, Anything else? Would you say that this was successful? Was it worth your time? I think it was a great conference. It was really exciting to, you know, be part of this inaugural event. As you said, I met a bunch of people, both other people working in the same space, but also, you know, like I said, working with the manufacturer, working with the managed service providers that I'm working with on these technologies, deploying them and meeting, you know, my sales reps in person and be like, shake their hand and say, hey, I, I, I appreciate the work you've done. Show me these products. You know, I ended up actually placing orders after the show for some more technology or hardware, um, you know, and then the other thing that was really interesting about this is I was actually double booked and I, um, I got myself you know, I needed to be in two places at once. And so I was actually using this technology from my hotel room to remotely support a production uh, in San Francisco at Moscone Center uh, at the same time I was in this uh, hotel in, in you know, uh, Savannah. That's amazing. And then tell me, like, that is exactly why you're investing the time, the research and the expertise to be able to, hey, you know, I, I need you for a job, you know, Tim, because what you do, I mean, you're top of the game here, what you do in there. And so th they want you, they knew you were at the conference, right? right. And you're like, listen, I, <laughs> I can do it. But just so you know, I'm doing it for my hotel room. Not a problem. Totally. And, and uh, we talked about, you know, we've talked a lot about remote production. We've talked a lot about, you know, your control room and studio and the possibilities that having, you know, remote technology enables. And it enables not only us to have cameras and control room in different places, it allows us to have production teams spread out all over the world and supporting an event, you know, really from, you know, a global perspective. That's awesome. So, Tim, are you going to go back next year? Is this something that's worth your time? Did it open up your eyes to potentially any other um, conferences or further education that you think would be you know, applicable to you? 
already bought my ticket and next year they're going to offer a certification course, which I'm signing myself up for. Amazing. Hey, just, just so they know, Peplink, he wants certificate 001, fresh <laughs> off the press. Fresh off the press, exactly. <laughs> well, thanks, Tim, for these questions. I really appreciate the conversation about this, you know, really exciting technology and, you know, the geekery that I get myself into here. As you know, I'm, I'm a huge geek. We so. love it. This is, this is why our audience tunes in. I mean, sure, it's our jokes. Absolutely. Maybe it's absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> But with that, hey, listen, thanks, folks. We really appreciate you tuning in. We, uh, we listen, we also appreciate your questions. So please keep those coming. Um, also, if you think that, you know, we might be a right fit for one of your projects coming in, reach out to us. It's Tim, I believe it's the Tims at the, I keep getting this wrong. Tims, T-I-M-S at timandtimtalk.com. Just one S. I, last time I messed up as well, one S. Tims, we'd love to hear from you. If we think, if, if we're a right fit for you, um, we'll let you know. If not, we can also refer. We have a great network um, that we reach out to. So thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Tim K. And I'm Tim Kerbavas. And we talked. We talked. See you later. Tim, we're supposed to do that together. We talked oh, next time, next episode. <laughs>